On a partly cloudy yet sunny day, there was an event in the square. I met your gaze from across the room before you approached me. Captivated by the essence of your presence, I was drawn in immediately. Clouds and sounds dissipating as you bring in the shining light into my life. In a trance, we approach one another, both believing this will be the one. We begin an elegant, elaborate dance, catching the attention of those around us. Every step taken draws me closer to you, thoughts in sync, hoping that we sink deeper into the world we created. The day carries on into night, and people who surround us return home, and I begin to seek a place to escape. We have been dancing for hours, and you have begun to step on my toes, no longer in rhythm, with no regard to the pain I am feeling. For the glow in your eyes have turned into the depths of night, now recognizing this captor that was once my love. The beauty of this spell has faded, and I am afraid of how long you'll hold me here. But still, not willing to let go of this vision of our first embrace when the clouds parted at your presence. I love you in the day, yet at night, when the sky is dark, parts of you seek to destroy me. I've been destroyed once before, and need you to build me up rather than tear me down. My expression of love is not enough to address your inner demons, so we must part. Seeking and accepting those who can keep and continue to bring in the light. Hi, my name is Charlay, and welcome back to Unspoken Transitions. Today we have a guest named Kendra, and we will be discussing dating with a purpose. It will be about identifying if your significant other is helping you grow, and if it isn't, transitioning out of that to welcome the love you deserve. Welcome, Kendra. So how would you describe a healthy relationship and an unhealthy relationship? I think only in social media, it became acceptable for people to sit here and air out everybody's dirty laundry. Like, you should not have to... Um, feel like that's okay to do that, you know? Because if I ask mm-hmm. you, "Hey, what's going on?" Oh, nothing. They know who they are. Um, they, your imaginary friend. Come on now, quit sitting here and, and talking about this person. Whatever you have to say, just say it to them. Okay. You say if I have an issue with you per se, I'm gonna actually have a conversation with you. You know, n- not through social media. We're just gonna have a conversation and keep it at that. If I still have another issue, guess what? I'm not gonna deal that's with it. Like, cause there, honestly, there should be no reason why, um, you gotta like sit here and, and post a bunch of like text messages and yeah, he was messing with this woman or yeah, she was doing this bro. Come on. Like at some point, can, can one of y'all grow up? Like, come on. Tricks are for kids. When y'all gonna grow up. Okay. So anyway, a healthy relationship, um, on the flip side, I believe it's somebody who sits there <laughs> and they, and you guys go to counseling together, whatever issues that you guys have. You all work on your issues. You're not sitting here um, arguing in front of like, I don't, you know what? I never understood people who like sit here and like, they'll argue in public, right? They'll sit here and argue in public and then they'll like try to <laughs> throw stuff to make a more dramatic effect. I'm like, bro, come on now. What's what? Why, why are you throwing glass at a, at a wall? Like, come on. What, what's that supposed to do? Supposed to be. I, I think that that to me is like when you're, that's also level being yeah it's just like why are you doing all that if you all have any issues and you guys take it like i've had people say kendra can you please excuse um me and my and this this is like a 
mother child you know and this a relationship could be anything a mother child family whatever but I've had people say hey you know Kendra can you please excuse um excuse me I need to talk to my daughter real quick and I can hear her you know far away in the house yelling but at least she didn't do it right there and you know while I'm there and stuff like that you know but again or they'll say hey Kendra I'll be on the phone they say hey Kendra hold on they'll put me on mute and then they'll come back you hear yeah. the kids cry so like like I said I'm glad <laughs> that to me is a healthy relationship when you're not sitting here trying to um <laughs> you're not sitting here putting every bringing everybody in your business you guys are working things out in private you know I remember um I had this one uh couple they've been married for like 20 years now and so this one couple who uh she he actually was upset with her because he thought that she hung the phone up on him on purpose and so he started yelling at her and she didn't do nothing she just allowed him to yell at him and i'm thinking you better yell back but then i'm like oh shoot that's being toxic kinder yelling arguing that but this was a few years Mm -hmm. because i thought that was okay to be arguing yelling back and everything right and so with all that being okay. said with all that being said um what he did was he had called me maybe an hour later and said hey he's like miss kendra i apologize for how you know i reacted in front of you i i i don't like being angry and being ugly in front of people i, I do apologize for that i said you know what you cool with me man you the first adult and a lot of these adults are just children who haven't grown up like you, he actually he called me and said he's like Miss mm-hmm. Kendra, I apologize for how I reacted in front of you. Yeah, like, and he explained why he did that too. And then you know we had just started you know shooting the breeze and we started talking about life and stuff like that. But I said to him, I said, "Hey man, you are cool in my book. Not only did you smoke a Blizzy with Tupac, but you called me up. He actually did. This is when Tupac was alive. Uh, he's still alive. He's in Cuba. But when um." <laughs> with the story being said he actually called me up and he um because this is during like the 90s era and stuff like that so um he uh he had called me up he said hey you know kendra i do apologize for how i you know did that and he explained and i say hey you know what you cool with me man because because you don't understand man like you know how many adults homes i go to where they're sitting here they're whooping the kids in front of me they are arguing back and forth I remember as a child, my parents, now, um, I always tell this story. Uh, when I, I'm not, I haven't told this story, but I'll tell you like a joke within the story. So what happened was my parents were, um, married for like 25 years on paper, but in real life, they were probably only married for five years. You know how that goes anyway. So my dad was vice president of Sony and Warner brothers record. Mm, If um, everybody's familiar, anybody's familiar with that. If not go Google it. And so a lot of his artists in the 80s and 90s were very popular. So whoever you can think of, if you guys watched the, um, the uh, We Are the World, the, the one that came out in the 80s, 90% of those artists on We Are the World, he was, they were like his artists, okay? Mm-hmm. So he would, it, it wasn't a surprise to have somebody show up to the house. I'm pretty sure Bob Marley showed up to the house at one point, okay? I just wasn't born. So like you know what how how dare they okay back to the story so with all that being said <laughs> with all that being said um i remember when my father had and my parents divorced my mom put my dad on child support which i always said man take a black man off child support man or take any man off child support period okay stop that stop it is like implicit they go to jail how are they supposed to pay their child support 
Facts is the yeah, facts. It's such Somebody a burden. My dad was on child support, and and you guys can laugh at this part. Um, not the fact that he died, but laugh at the part after I say that he died. Okay, so my father passed away a few years ago, and mind you, my dad died still owing child support. Take the man off child support, ma. Okay, back to the story. Y'all can laugh at that. Anyway, so what what I was gonna get to with that was I remember I was like five years old, <laughs> four or five years old, and. I remember my mother came in the room. Like we dad's like, okay, good night. And me and dad are sleeping in the bed. And um mom comes in the room and she turns on the lights like five minutes later, right? And she says, she opens up the drawers and she's like, Get out of my house. Get out of my house. Mm-hmm. She starts ripping and throwing the clothes everywhere, right? And as a child, I'm like, I didn't know, I, I didn't like what was going on. So, but what I did was I got up, I mm-hmm. picked the clothes up and I put them back in the drawer. And he said, he looked at me, he's like, Ken, don't, don't, don't pick it up. Just leave it alone. My, I, I wasn't here for this. But my brother, youngest brother said, hey, why'd you throw something at dead? I saw you throw something at dead. She thought he didn't see that. But, you know, kids, we see everything. We, we see it, but we don't realize what's going on. You know, mm-hmm. that's being toxic. I remember also mom had unscrewed the yeah. uh, bed frame and she was about to hit him with it. And my older set of siblings like, mama, no, no, I'm going to hit your bony legs. That, that's, that's toxic. That's unhealthy. You don't do that. And again, my mom's an evangelist, guys. For ones who don't know what evangelist is, go look it up, okay? Yeah. These are words y'all should have known fun. when y'all were in middle school. All right, unless you're in elementary listening to this, which I don't know why you should be, but if you are, you get a pass, okay? But the ones who are over the age of 18 and you don't know what evangelist is, shame on you. <laughs> Back to the story. Back to the story. But no, that that's unhealthy. Okay, that's those are ways of being unhealthy. But like I said, healthy is if you have a disagreement, you say, Hey, uh kids, me and dad have to have a special talk. Y'all go to y'all's room. That's healthy. Exactly. Like, I love that you gave the marriage perspective because, like, it's so real how the relationship you have with your significant mm-hmm. other really can define how your children will see future relationships and how they'll go about their relationships, too. Mm-hmm. And I said something similar where I think healthy relationships is like compromising. Like, if something's going on, you want something, the other person wants something, come into a middle ground and respect it and reciprocate mm-hmm. a communication. So, like, Yes, you can talk, you can discuss something, but like a quote I saw on Facebook or Instagram, it's just like the problem is, it's like you're focused on the problem. It's not necessarily like a problem between you two. And like when you're talking about unhealthy, it's true. Like it's just self-seeking, mm-hmm. like just putting all that stuff online, completely toxic. Like you're not compromising, you're abusive emotionally or sometimes even physically, like putting people down, manipulating them into doing what you want, like. And even to some extreme points, trying to keep you away from friends and things like that. So, yeah, like, I think you hit them all, like, right on the nail. Like, it's so true how people can really go about being super toxic or, and outward. And the, what's crazy, too, in this day and age, too, people are just so open with being toxic. And it's kind of like their gold badge. Like, yeah, like, I'm toxic. And it's just not... It's just not a good way to go about things. And it's not a good example for the future generations either. Um, But I do wanted to ask you about 
what are some signs between incompatibility between hmm, partners? I think like, the how thing do you is know you have to whether to walk away or um, to first stay off, and you work have to like really uh, go to God. The problem is people don't. I guess they believe in trees and sphinx cats and they worship celebrities, so they don't really have a God. I think that also plays a part. So I think when you have a God, uh, when you go to God and ask Him, "Hey God, if this person's not meant to be in my life." You know, remove them. Show me signs and everything else. Um, some things that just should be everybody. I feel like should have mm-hmm. a deal breaker. Everybody should. It doesn't matter how long y'all been together. Problem is, people get complacent. I said, so what happens mm-hmm. if you have a if they cheat on you? Well, Kendra, we've been married for like ten years. We mean, if you've been married for ten years, they have a child, they cheat on you. You still gonna say? When they're like, well, Kendra, I mean, it's just it's just sex. It doesn't really mean nothing. So, yeah. I mean, but you, yeah, but I mean, you would think that. No, right? that's you a boundary that can't be crossed, that, right but, there. I'm so sorry. But, <laughs> but then again, people like Kendra, you know, you know, it's easier said than done, and that's very true. Which is why, also, let me say this. Now, you know what? I'm giving y'all. I'm I'm dropping gems mm-hmm. that y'all have to pay 19 plus 99 plus shipping and handling uh, on these infomercials. I'm giving to you free. All you gotta do is listen. Let me say this. Pro- Here's the thing as well. I think also abstaining <laughs> yourself from any type of sexual anything sexual is also clears your head from not being so ready to jump into something mm-hmm. that is not there. Okay? You know, there there are so many people out there who will um, mm-hmm. like I did a like a random little polling question, which I can't remember off the top of my head right now what the question was, but it basically oh yes, I do remember what the question was. The question was, uh, should a pregnant unwed mother should she should the baby's last name uh be the to go to the father or the mother's? My I'd say that it should be the mother's because you know she already has this kid. She probably has already done everything else. Like, that's her baby. Like, why give him the right and privilege? I mean, unless you guys talked about, hey, I don't I don't want to get married. Okay, cool. Fine, that's fine. Okay? But if you're like, oh, well, I hope if I have kids by him, it's going to change mm-hmm. his mind and he's going to want to marry me and stuff like that. He's going to actually really commit this time. No, just keep it as your last name. Yeah, that's that is like a. It's not a good mindset at all to think that way. Yeah, exactly. Like you know what? Baby, so here's the thing, though. I like, had this. I had this baby, conversation. The mindset they have. I had is this conversation. I asked that random polling question. I only, you know, what's so crazy is only two. I think I polled maybe about thirty people. Only three people agreed with me. They said Kendra, they, that if she's actually pregnant. You know, and you know they just boyfriend girlfriend. They shacking up whatever. That it should go to her. Like that should you know shouldn't don't give that man any more rights or anything, right? And so, um, this woman had said to me, she's like, "Well, here's the thing. You don't know who you really dealing with once you having sex with them. You don't know people can change. That's why you wait. Going back to the whole, you know, abstaining." That's why you wait and get to see what type of person you're dealing with. Because again, people fail to realize sex clouds your judgment. Okay. That's why I don't. And here's, here's a fun fact about me. I'm still a virgin. Mm-hmm. So the soul yeah, it gets kind of hard because I get passed up like, Oh yeah. Well, 
You know, how about me when you deflower? What if I'm like 60 and you're dead? Okay, <laughs> so no. Anyway, so, but here's the thing though. That, it really, and you know, and it's all, and it's easy to get a soul. Here's what, also as well. It's easy to get a soul tie without even having sex with that person. You spend enough time around that person, you know, you're like, oh, don't leave mm-hmm. me. I love you so much. But y'all haven't done nothing. It's easy to get a soul tie. But again, you have to really, if you are planning on doing something with that person, you have to really get to know who that person is. And honestly, okay, write down the things that you know for a fact. It doesn't matter how long y'all been together. Mm-hmm. You know for a fact is an automatic no-no, Okay. That's what I think people need to do. Things that, as far as we're trying to work things out, I think the mm-hmm. best thing to do with that is it's it's one of my favorite movies. Um, Why did I get married? It was a scene where Janet had said, "I want you guys to write a list of their good traits and their bad traits." Okay, if the bad outweighs the good, then you have to just let it go. But if the good outweighs the bad, you need to figure out how to work with this. You guys can go to counseling, but if that person continues doing the same thing over and over again, cut your losses. Mm -hmm. It doesn't matter if you guys have been together for, you know, 30 years or whatever. Like, sometimes you got to cut your losses with that. You honestly, it's it's best because you are, and people fail to realize, man, you're blocking your own blessings. Oftentimes, by still hanging out with people you have no business hanging out with. Mm-hmm. Exactly, and like that brought me. That brings us perfectly to the next point because when you're not in, when you're incompatible with the person, and like you're thinking about walking away or not, it's just like your goals are not aligning with each other. So like you were saying, you're blocking your mm-hmm. blessing because your goals are not aligned. You're suppressing what you want to do because of them, or they're suppressing you or nobody's w- willing to work or be in a middle ground. Like it's one sided, one person chasing after the other person because of soul ties, because of that emotional connection, whether it's physical or emotional mm-hmm. in general. And it just, it can be detrimental to your growth overall. So I definitely hear what you said. 100%. And that yes, I have. You, I actually have met somebody who's the right person, wrong time. Right person, you know, it's time progress. I'm like, bro, this is still the wrong time. Like, you, why are you smoking black and miles now? Like, come on, that's disgusting. You know, so, so yes, I definitely believe uh, wholeheartedly in that. Um, um, and and sometimes, you know, that just goes to show you, you know, what it's people who are who are out there who are that you're meant to be with in a way. There's some there's some solid people out there in a way that you're meant to be with. Um, just not at this mm-hmm. moment. You know, just not at this moment. You know, and, and on top of that, it could be like, you know, something within them that they might I hear you. Yeah. And I've and it's funny because I hear your perspective and I agree with it. And also I've heard the part where it's just like, well, how is it the right person wrong time if they were the right person they'd just be the right person like how is it the wrong time like it doesn't make well, any you sense know what? I so I wanted think, to hear more on what you think, think about that mindset is, sometimes okay I'll give you a perfect example okay so uh, one of my uh, uh, he's, he's a cool friend now um, but th- this this is where the issue lies alright uh, met old boy we're, let's, let's give him a fake name we're gonna call him Joe okay <sighs> so <laughs> 
<laughs> so old boy Joe um, met him. I used to work with him uh, a few years back. And, you know, we really just would hit it off pretty great. Like real cool dude. Like hood dude. I don't know. I like hood dudes. They're just, they're fun to be around. They're dangerous. Not street dudes. Okay. The hood dudes. Ones who clean up their life. But if something crazy goes up and they don't mind like slapping somebody in the face in, in, in broad daylight, keep it moving. You know, like like Nipsey Hussle did. <laughs> Rest in peace. Back to the story. So. <laughs> Um, real cool, very intellectual. He has literally put me up on game on so much. He taught me how to fight, but like in the free training session, I was still scared to know how to fight. He's like, Kendra, we're free training. What? Are, what is this? Like, just fight, okay? Just throw a punch. Anyway, so really, really cool, great guy. Um, actually did <laughs> a few episodes on my podcast and everything else. Everything's great, right? This is where things just went haywire. First off, his mother was an issue, okay? That's also something I want to say with the previous question. Um, look for a person who's family oriented. Can you, there's the old, there's an old saying that, and y'all have to listen to your elders, man. They know what they're talking about. Mm-hmm. How, you know, once you marry that person, you marry their family. How do you get along with them? Now, if it's just that one person, the family that you really don't care for, you know, it's one, but if it's like mm-hmm. multiple people, I don't think how that, how that'll work out. But his mother has always been an issue and the reason his mom has been an issue is because his mom was secretly jealous of him because he had a life and she didn't she didn't want him to have a life right so moving on forward mm. he go, go, go ahead sweet go ahead <laughs> no that was different. No, go ahead. Go ahead. Sorry. Yeah, yeah. So mom no, was an like issue. A, Didn't a have an issue with anybody an example, else. Okay. Like that's moving on forward. Say. This one particular day, this is in the summertime. He actually, he says, hey, can I speak to you in person? I'm like, you know what? So no, is this a coming to Jesus moment? I respect him for doing that, not over the phone. It's in person is better. You know, that's also good. That's not a red flag. A person like they want to break up with you. You ever have mm-hmm. somebody break up with you over text? Oh gosh. Oh god. Have you have you grown from that? Have you grown from that? <laughs> I've done it, but <laughs> no 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 grown. Have you grown? Honestly, have I you grown that. from that? That's my fault. Yeah, I'm wrong for that. Okay, good, I'm good, good. That. I'm proud of you. Your credit score just went up a hundred. Yeah, because this was great, like in high school. So no, so what happened was is that he had called me, said, Hey, I want you know, come I see can't. you. Can I come to see you? I said, sure. Pulls up um at the house and he says to me, he's like, Hey, um, the girl I was previously, last relationship I had, which was nine months ago, pregnancy term ago, all right? Keyword pregnancy term, okay? He said that he got some a few calls and she's like, oh, she's pregnant with your child. She just gave birth. Goes to the hospital. You know when the baby first comes out? Oh, they look just like me. No, that baby don't. Baby don't look like you, okay? You don't know what that baby look like. It just came out, all right? You, you don't know. Give it, give it a few months and then it'll face will form. Stop that mess. So he's like, I don't know. It might be. He's like, cause I, he's like, I, I'm pretty sure it's not. Cause I remember last time we had sex, I remember wiping up the sperm. I remember wiping it up. So I'm no for a fact. I can't be pregnant. All right. Why, why are we still having unprotected sex? Are people not, not even that. Don't people, when are people going to realize mm. that when you have sex, there's always a chance that you can still get pregnant, protected or not. Like there's a percentage, birth control or not. When are people, when are people going to realize that? Back to the It's story. a fact. It's a small percentage, but it's still B's. possible. Come on now. Back to the story. 
So he uh, says, I don't know if it might be, or, you know, just want to keep you posted. I said, okay. And that's when I knew. I said, you know what? This was a nice little summer romance that just ended. It's summer's over. It's coming to an end. Okay. So turns out the kid is his. And what ends up happening mm-hmm. is as time progressed, he had to end up, he was still living with his mother. Um, He moved the girl inside the house because he didn't want, she had, three other kids okay by a few other different men he moved the girl inside the house Mm -hmm. because he didn't want her and his child to be out there by himself okay but his grandmother his grandmother Mm -hmm. um and mother didn't care for her he you know every time he brought over a girl to the house and he introduced them he said, Kendra, out of everybody, you're the only person that mom and grandma had liked. Everybody else got called some names. I mean, mom called you geeky, but I mean, that's not bad. I'm like, yeah, I don't really care about that. But everybody, they all had an issue with every other woman. He said, even his cousin said one day when I met his cousin, he said, hey, you should marry that Kendra. She's cool. He's like, nobody's ever said that. So mom, he moves his mom in. I mean, mom, he moves the girl in and oh. then it literally became a war every day multiple people in the house grandma's upset why you move her in all right eventually they disperse and it got to the point i couldn't even come over no more because he was afraid that she was gonna put him on child support now you're dampening you're ruining our relationship okay fast forward they get their Mm. own place they they not even boyfriend girlfriend they just she's a free babysitter who happens to be the live-in vagina as well I mean, that's it. It, it. He doesn't, that's the thing a lot of people fail to realize, man. As, you know, if you're a man, if you can easily, instead of trying to get to know people and then going through a whole background history on them, if you know somebody who's just guaranteed um, vagina, you're just going to go straight to that. Okay. So live in girlfriend or live in girl who, who's babysitter, the mom who's a babysitter. Cause he said he, he needs, you know, didn't want to pay, wanted to save money on a babysitter. And then it got to a point where I still, I was about to come over there one day just to hang out and meet her, but she had a problem with the other previous woman that came over there. Um, and he didn't tell her that they had prior dealings many years ago. Um, but she could tell by the body language and she just started complaining and, and just, you know, upset with him. Like, I don't want no other woman up in this house, like no woman at all. And I told him, He's like, I said, so what's the issue with me? He's like, Kendra, here's the thing. You look a lot better than her, and she's very insecure. And she knows what my type is, and you're my type. Like, you're a lot chestier than her, and, and your shape is much better than her, and your skin complexion and everything else is a lot better than her, and she's going to have an issue and everything else. I'm like, what? And then it got to the point, present day, moving on forward, fast forwarding, present day. She actually almost got them evicted because, number one, she didn't have a job, okay? She was just, had like a little part-time, you know, they'll call you in when they need you type job. No real secure job, okay? And she didn't pay the rent. He gave her the money to pay the rent. She mm-hmm. didn't pay the rent. They almost got evicted. He had to hustle to get some more money, everything. Didn't hear from him for like a month and a half, you know, going on two months. I'm like, bro, did you die? What happened to you? So... 
he told me what happened. He's like, Kendra, now I'm just I'm just so ready to like leave. I don't want to mm-hmm. be with her no more. He's like, you know, I hate to say my mom and my grandma are right. So like I said, wrong place, right time. He's still dealing with her. I have not heard from him in a couple of weeks. He was supposed to come and do a podcast with me a few weeks ago. And I don't know where he is. I, I don't even have the address to his place somewhere if I wanted to pop up. But I'm not going to do that. I don't really care. I'm not that pressed about it. You know, my number... I'm not listen, and, and that that's also something I want to let you all know as well. You're not if you feel chasing. like you have to chase, and you're the only one chasing, you're the only one working towards getting your relationship better or whatever. Then that means it's already lost. You should not have to do that. You know, you should not have to do that. That so that's the story of right person, wrong time. Mm-hmm. You know, and like I said, I don't think he'll ever get to that point because he's like he asked me. He's like when he came and visited me, he's like, "Hey, Kendra, present day." He's like, "What do you think about us?" You know. Would you be interested in getting with me if I had, you know, just me and just my daughter? And I'm like, yeah, no. So, and not not because like he he's he's this god awful bad person, <laughs> but I realize his decisions and making and patterns have been just mm-hmm. they're deplorable. Yeah. I'm like, bro, the fact that number one, you have shown me I can't come over there because you don't want her to complain. You don't want her. I'm like, bro, you're the one paying all the bills. You can kick her out. Like, you know, why are you, well, Kendra, I just need a babysitter at the time. I'm like, but you, you're ruining relationships. Mm-hmm. You allow this woman, you know, who really, like you tell me, amounts to nothing. You allow this woman to basically control you, you know, and there's a scripture in the Bible. It talks, it was not a scripture, but it's, um, it was Samson and Delilah. It says, yeah. um, um, a man's greatest downfall is because of a woman. I ain't been a man's greatest downfall. I'm like, how y'all women be uh, talking these men out of your paychecks and stuff like that? I ain't never had no man spend like $500 on me. One time I had this one guy, he, he bought me Victoria's Secret underwear. He's like, hey, take a picture in it. I'm like, bro, could you have just been a nice guy and just give me the <laughs> underwear and let me go on about my day? Back to the story. So yeah, that that that's just that's just an example of like I say, I think it would have hit off great <laughs> yeah. if he just would have used protection or not even did nothing with her would have hit off great and i would have been happily ever after married then <laughs> exactly no i hear that 100 percent. that makes sense um and mm-hmm. honestly kudos to you like you know yourself you know your values you know what you want you know what you don't want and i feel like a lot of people sometimes just get lost in like well like his potential and he what if he did this or maybe if that happened or if the maybe this and it's just like that's just the endless cycle of just having expectations for someone who's just showing you like you were saying time and time again that that's just not the person that they are at the moment and they may never get there and it's mm-hmm. not and, and and it gets hard i don't want you guys to think to oh Kendra, you got it all together when they might not even kudos, get there but it takes and like it takes time it really takes time because we're you know if you really got love for somebody you're not gonna want to see them just walk away from you you're gonna want to work it out Mm -hmm. but then it gets to the point where it's like bro why does it look like the text messages i'm having a conversation with myself (laughs) (laughs) when when you keep when you keep listen you call you call their phone and you talk to the voice uh, mailbox lady and she's like kendra welcome back what do you want to talk about today you know so it's like (laughs) y'all exactly so guys again i'm still it's like what you doing at that point you know there are some things i don't care about a lot of things i should probably care about some things i should be sorry about i'm not but at the same time i feel like when there's a person um 
out there um, that you do like and you care, you want to try to work it out, go ahead and work it out. But you should not be the only one working it out. And when a person shows you who they are the first time, you got to believe them. Yep, I'm a firm believer in that. Yep, you need to believe it. You cannot be thinking if they're like, for example, I've seen this a lot. If they're mm-hmm. like, "Hey, I'm not looking mm-hmm. for a relationship," that's that's the truth right there. Be huh? trying to think that you can convince them into wanting a relationship. <laughs> and I wanted to, and like, I think this perfectly transitions into my next question for you because mm-hmm. what I've been seeing a lot is people are saying like, "You need to love yourself before getting to a relationship." So, do you mm-hmm. think that? You need to completely battle your all of your inner demons and um, have of course a great counseling sense of is is effective. Y'all within yourself before counseling. getting into a relationship. Stop trying to listen to other people. Oh, now they they pay to tell me that. Like, bro, you have to go to counseling therapy. Is good. Look, my dream actually one day. Um, I will. My dream is to be a psychologist. I want to be called Doctor Crump Hyphen Taylor. The hyphen Taylor is because Jason Taylor, aka the game, is my husband. He knows it. He he's gonna respond back eventually to my DM. But back to the story. So I think I think it's 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 good to do counseling. You have to <laughs> stop jumping into relationships and new relationships, and you're not even healed. Stop doing that. You're you're again. What did we first talk about? Being toxic. Mm. You're toxic, man. You're taking all that. You have to really, and you need to pr- also pray those soul ties off you so you can fully move on. It's possible. If you have faith and you actually go to God and like, like God, please, I need some help. Take this soul tie mm-hmm. off. It will work. Okay. It will work, but you have to have faith about it. So with all that being said, with all that being said, um, I think it's also, it's just really good to just become a healed individual you need to take that time and figure out exactly what do you like the purpose of dating is to try to get to know what you like and what you don't like you know Mm -hmm. I used to have a list and it was a very short list when I was in high school my list was I like a dude with earrings and tattoos who's light-skinned I think I was going off Chris Brown I think that was the person I looked at I don't know um but as I got older, it got, oh, I want him to have a hundred different things. But as time progressed some more, I cut it down like to 10, 10 different things, you know? And so mm-hmm. with that being said, you have to know exactly what you like and what you're not going to put up with. Mm-hmm. Like, like, for example, I like the smell of black and miles from afar, but not up close. Exactly. Next to me, it smells like, like death from afar. I love that smell. But a person walks up in the house and they smell like, I'm like, bro, you stink. Because people fail to realize black and mild, that's seven cigarettes in one, man. <laughs> and I've, I've hit a black a couple times to see what the height was about. I'm like, oh, I don't feel nothing. Now I just, you know, mm. I quit that same day. <laughs> <laughs> but I think, I think that's real, though. Like, taking care of yourself, going to counseling, doing that kind of thing before hopping into a relationship. And like you were saying before, like, we're not perfect. We're never going to be perfect. But I think it's really important to love yourself to the extent where, yes, you're working through your traumas. Maybe you're not 100% healed. But before you get into a relationship, you're tackling them enough so that you're not projecting Mm -hmm. those insecurities onto other people and you're not hurting people. You're not being toxic like you were explaining before. And... My final question for you was, all right, so we talked about unhealthy, healthy relationships, things like that. 
but ultimately i think what they, kind they should of look for the love where look for and it doesn't put in you general. in harm's way they should look for a love that betters them to try to strive to be a better person to try to calm you down um when you're upset help you get through a problem um I think the type of love that people should try to get is um hmm that old school love. Not not now again, our grandparents, I wouldn't say go after them because mm-hmm. you know there were still affairs and stuff like that and women just didn't leave, but you know, you can look at a couple. There's no such thing should be no such thing as relationship goals whatsoever with nobody. In every relationship you're going to have its problems unless you are mm-hmm. that great of a woman and that great of a man or whatever you, you know, whatever gets you an orgasm at night, whatever you like. Okay. Um, it should give, you know, you should mm-hmm. be able to um, love each other enough where you're like, you know what? You are the person that God put in my life. Like even with Sierra and Russell Wilson, they're cute. They're a cute couple. But when I was looking at the couples quiz, he still upsets her and she gives him a look, but he said that he does mm-hmm. not. One of his biggest fears is losing her. So he's going to try to do everything that he can to not do that. And her glow is different than when she was with future, you know, and stuff like that. So mm-hmm. yeah, like I said, um, th- those are a few things uh, that I can think of. Yeah, and just going off of what you were saying, um, I just think of the Bible verse, just like love is patient, kind, not easily angered, just that description. Like obviously everyone's not gonna have every single quality down packed hundred percent, but I think that verse is the perfect way to go off of like, is this person patient with me? Are they kind? Like are they um trying their best to heal themselves as long as like healing themselves? so that they're not hurting you and are you working to heal yourself you're not hurting them so you can come together and really just have that authentic kind of love so that is so real and that old school love like wooing them in like trying to pursue them like i think that's just so beautiful most definitely most definitely (laughs) well i wanted to thank you kendra for coming on this podcast episode of um unspoken transitions and everyone, if you like this content today, please follow Kendra on Instagram at Idolize Nasty and check out her podcast, The Kendra Crump Show. And I'm looking forward yes, to hearing Kendra from you guys next week. Idolize Dynasty. People think it's nasty, but it's like with a D. I, I was going to put an underscore underneath it, but then I was like, people might forget if I say too many underscores. So I'm like, let's just keep it all together. Let's keep it like that. <laughs> Exactly. And I'll keep put all this information in the um, episode description so you don't even have to worry about <laughs> Thank you so much it, for having again, me. Kendra. You take care now. <laughs>